How's it going, everybody? Now, you're probably looking at this podcast, listening to it, thinking, what is the Jester's Court? Well, those of you who have listened for a while, you might recognize the theme song. This is what was once the Sacktown Royalty Show, and is now the first, hopefully we'll have more in the future, but the first official podcast of The King's Herald. After everything went down with Vox, I thought for a while, I'll just take a few weeks off and think about it, but it did not feel right to continue that podcast, knowing what was happening. So I just decided to cut it off until we started a new plan, because we started a new plan for a new blog within hours of finding out that we were not going to be on Vox anymore. SB Nation, we had a lot of good years on Sackdown Royalty Show. My place in this podcast is pretty limited i took it over in july and there were a couple major things that caused delays but i'm looking forward to this new chapter and to kick off this new podcast i thought what better way to do it than to talk to some of my friends at what is now the king herald king's herald my bad about just what we expect i just finished within the last 10 minutes writing my first piece for it i know there's a lot of other great work coming to it And we are starting something special here. I firmly believe this is going to be the best content you've ever seen from this group of people. I've been vocal about the fact that I think that this group of people provides the best overall Kings coverage in the area. With respect to the other people in other mediums, obviously. But as far as writing goes, I firmly believe we provide the best coverage. And I think it's only going to get better with this. So that's my big goal with this you know a lot's happened in the last four months it's really hard to record a basketball podcast given all this it was hard in december when i just wasn't sure whether to record amidst these layoffs whatever you want to call them and so much has happened i mean i didn't get to cover a lot of things i the kings had about 15 different rises and falls um there's obviously the death of kobe bryant and his daughter gianna the coronavirus stuff the trades the everything there's been so much in the last four months this nba season i cannot remember anything like it it's just been one strange crazy tragic david stern's death everything just i I don't know how to put it into words but because of that and i say this a few times throughout the interview just because i firmly believe it i think that right now where we're starting is the best place to start. When we first thought of the King's Herald, before it was even the King's Herald and we were throwing out names and everything, we were thinking about this being about the launch window. We were thinking, how great would it be if there was a playoff run? Or, hey, this gives Bryant a chance to really go in on the prospects. But obviously all that changed in March. Or way before March, but... I forget the exact date. It all changed when quarantine happened. But I think that is going to be the best thing as far as the content goes. Not to downplay anything else. This should not be a priority. But as far as the content goes, I think it is going to be the best situation for all of us who are creating content to get real creative. Because these are the kings. The kings are always going to provide headlines. Regardless. 
they are going to give us fodder, good, maybe, I don't know. They will provide us fodder, good or bad. But I think that we have such a creative bunch. We all have unique voices. And we are really going to be able to just like put it out there to begin with. We are going to have some crazy stuff. um, Tim and a few others, I forget who all was there, did a game stream last night of Call of Duty. We're thinking of having a little bit of fun with the game streaming. If you have know-how on that, please let us know. Because we actually think that'll be fun. We're planning some video content. As far as I know, there's already quite a few great pieces that are going to be released to you on Vlade Divac, or I'm sorry, Chris Weber and Vlade Divac Day, 421. And I am so excited for you guys to see all this. We have some great ideas going. We have thrown out some crazy ideas, some that will never happen, but we have a super creative bunch. So I'm talking to the people who are like head heading this whole thing. I'm talking to other writers like me who are just trying to be part of the role that they're given. But all of us just provide something great. I already have some potentially exciting things coming up on this podcast. Hoping to go back to the weekly form. We'll see how this happens. Hoping to get a little creative on stuff because we don't know when basketball is going to come back. So this is a less basketball intensive. We obviously talk about it, but this is more just to show you guys what we want with the King's Herald. Where we want to go from here. Now, in my mind, I think of this as like a major step up from where we were. We are completely independent now. We are owned and run by our own people, which means that we can do what we want. Um, There's going to be hurdles. There's going to be the changes that you expect with the website. Greg, in my interview with him, will talk about how websites are never what they are on day one. There will be issues. There will be things we need to fix. There will be things we retool, all that. I'm taking that to this podcast, too. I would love feedback on it. Um, It's going to be on the same feed, so you don't have to worry about following something else. Potentially, we might launch more in the future that that serve different roles. But overall, I'm just looking forward to everything. I don't know what else to say about that. I have quite a few interviews. I'm going to be doing more after I'm recording this intro, actually. So I can't tell you everything that's said, but I hope you enjoy this. Um, Depending on the time... This could be a little shorter episode than normal, but like I said, I think I have some pretty cool ideas for the future, and hopefully when you don't have commute, or those of you who do have commute, even during this, you have some fun with this podcast. Um, Without further ado, I think I'm just going to go right into it. I'm going to go into the interviews. You'll get to experience. You'll get to see what other people plan to experience with this, and we'll go on from here. And so, with that, please enjoy these interviews, and please let me know on Twitter. You know, I'm at the real Brad G. On there way too much. So, if you have any ideas for the podcast, for the writing, for the site in general, let me know. Let everyone else know. You can follow the King's Herald at the King's Herald. Um, it's on Instagram, the King's Herald. I couldn't tell you the exact handle. And, yeah, thekingsherald.com. So, please enjoy as I talk to the creative forces behind this, and please read all of their content. 
Thank you. All right. Right now I'm joined by the patron saint of this podcast, albeit by a different name, Greg Wissinger. And also, funny enough, the last guest we had on the old version of the show. How's it going, Greg? I brought that thing into the world and I took it out. I talked about I talked to Richard yesterday and I just told <laughs> I told him all the things that have happened. We recorded the day after Nemanja Bialica hit that game winner against Houston. Yeah. And just how much has happened in the NBA in general since then. Not just the Kings, just it's wild. Yeah, I mean between our site and uh, now the new site and the NBA ceasing to be for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, just, but I was thinking about this the other day. Like there's this, like as a lifelong LeBron fan, there's this, ah, oh, we're not going to get LeBron in the playoffs. But then there's like, ah, the Lakers might lose out on a ring because of this. So it's really <laughs> a double-edged sword. But nah. Who wants to talk about basketball? Let's talk about the King's Herald. Yes. It is launching when I release this podcast. So hopefully there will be articles up by the time you're listening to this. But, you know, we're starting something awesome here and independent. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I'm happy that we're finally launching. I mean, we were hoping to kind of minimize the gap in between, you know, when we kind of wrapped our, our tenure up at Sacktown Royalty and when we launched the King's Herald, but it turns out creating and uh, launching your own company uh, is a little bit of work. Uh, so we've, we've been working on it for months now and I'm just happy that people are going to get to see what we've been building. And um, it's funny because with no basketball, you think it wouldn't be a big deal, but I've missed writing. I've missed, I've seen things, you know, each day that I'm like, Oh, I could have written about that. Like, so it, it's nice to be able to get back to the groove and, uh, you know, kind of give the community that we had built a, a new place to hang out. Yeah, I've talked about this, but I think I think the fact that we're launching when there's no basketball, as annoying as it is to not have basketball to fuel us, is going to be so good for our creativity on this website. Yeah, I mean, if there's basketball, we're limited to talking about the Kings, who historically have not been all that fun to talk about. Uh, with no basketball, yeah. we're free to just have some fun and talk about whatever we feel is important. Yeah, we can just share recipes. We can <laughs> do whatever. Uh, what's, what are you most excited about with the Kings Herald? Uh, mostly just that it's ours. You know, that instead of us, you get to kind of do our own thing. You know, we're... Wait, Sorry. Please start that again. I accidentally hit a button and stopped recording for five seconds there. Brad. Sorry. You're supposed to not hit the button that stops recording. That's like <laughs> podcast 101. Whatever. <laughs> at, least I, at least we're getting some of the podcast. <laughs> all right. I'll just re-ask the question. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. You should leave all this in. <laughs> I might actually. You know what? I'm going to. Um, as with As many podcasts as I listen to, so every podcast I've ever listened to has at least five times an episode where you're like, where they're going, I'll probably cut this out, but I'm <laughs> listening to it. So yeah, I'm just going to leave this in. It gives people, it lets people know what to expect, but yeah. What are you expecting? Sorry for cutting you off. No, I mean, the thing I'm excited about is just that, you know, the site is really going to be ours. Uh, it's not going to be based on, you know, the, the direction of, you know, a corporate entity and, and the powers that be, which, you know, there were times it was nice to be part of that network, but at the same time, it, you know, we've 
kind of become our own thing now where, you know, any success or failures we're going to own entirely on ourselves and, you know, just truly be independent coverage of the Sacramento Kings. And you're one of the tenured members of Sat of, ah, it's going to take me forever to not call this Sacktown royalty. I'll tell you that right now, but <laughs> you're one of the tenured members of this group that was Sacktown royalty and will be the Kings Herald. Um, what do you see as your role on this new venture? Uh, my role is going to be pretty similar to what it was before at Sacktown royalty. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I did that was behind the scenes. Uh, obviously, I, I write a lot just because I, I tend to write a lot. Um, I, I got into this whole thing from the start just because I had opinions on everything. And so I was able to channel that into writing about everything and, and giving us articles where people could then tell me how wrong I am or, you know, on rare occasion how right I am. Uh, but behind the scenes i also do a lot of editing so i review posts before they go up for uh, other writers so i'm going to be doing a lot of that still so a lot of review and editing and kind of back-end management of the content and making sure that we're putting out a consistent amount of articles and that they're you know up to the quality that we would expect and if you could, not if you could change, because we built something great in Sacktown Royalty, but what do you think is going to make, outside of being independent and all the things that come with that, what do you think is going to make the King's Herald different while still maintaining everything people like? Um, to your point, a lot of it's going to be the same as it was. And I think that that's going to be key. There's going to be a lot of similarity. Um, but we have so much more freedom and flexibility now. You know, if there's things that we want to do, you know, sections that we want to add to the site or, uh, you know, ideas that we want to explore for content, we don't need someone else to approve that. I mean, something as simple as like how uh, easy example that comes to mind on Sacktown Royalty, you know, when comments got five recommendations, they would turn purple. But that took years for us to get that change because for a long time they just turned green. Whereas something like that, it, it now we've got a little bit different commenting section, but something, the color of something, we don't have to get through a dozen corporate hoops now. We can yeah. just decide this is going to make the site better. It's worth our time to make that improvement to the site and we can do it. So, you know, especially as folks visit the King's Herald, you know, from the start, that's not what the site's going to look like forever. Yeah, this is what we were able to get up and running to where it's got the basic functionalities that you've come to expect from us. And, you know, it's going to be a good place for our fans and our readers and our haters to all kind of come together. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be able to continually improve. And so as we continue down this road, we're just going to be able to keep making it better and better. Yeah, it's, I think I'm speaking for the group here. If you are reading the site, listening to a podcast, watching a video, whatever, any content we produce, give us feedback. We want to know, you know, like Greg said, it's not going to be the same website on day one that it is even probably on day 50. There's going to be changes on it. And yeah, the feedback really does help constructively. Now, if you're just like, call me ugly, I know that, but that's not going to affect the site. But we can still do that too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think Good. we're planning a section where people can just call me ugly. <laughs> but, as long as we can agree on that. Yeah. Oh, no. And to the point where you said occasionally people can't agree with you, you don't have to. I want to stress this. 
You do oh, not. Yeah. I, I don't expect anyone to. Yeah. So anything else? This is like, I'm fitting a bunch of interviews into this, so we don't have to go on the typical rabbit trails. Although I'm interviewing Kevin later. So there's a 90% chance 50 minutes of this is who's the boss references. Oh, at least we've got that to look forward to. Yeah. So maybe put that at the end, just as yeah. an editorial note. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, really, it's just that we appreciate everyone who's hung in there. You know, we've been getting questions about when it's launching. And you know, trust me, it's just that we're trying to do everything right. We could have rushed out uh, something pretty crappy pretty quickly, but we are trying to do this thing right to where not only is it sustainable for the immediate future, but it's scalable and, and able to grow, you know, over the years, similar to how Sacton Royalty, we were constantly trying to grow and improve. We're going to be doing the same thing with King's Herald, just uh, on a greater scale, just because it's totally ours. And we've got a lot of cool ideas. You know, what you see day one is not a finished product. It's just the jumping off point, And we're really excited to see where we can take this. I was thinking about the other day, like in the six years I've been in there, to varying capacities like i think when i started there were maybe six of us seven of us like writers and i was never that consistent of a writer but and now what what do we have 15 or something something like that i mean when i joined the front page it was ziller uh section 214 and beagler and then uh G had kind of started to fade off and, and didn't really write much anymore at that point. But so it was essentially four of us, one of which was Robbie Beegler, who did not write any more frequently back then than he does now. So it's kind of it the Harper Lee of Sacramento. <laughs> it was basically three of us, and I was barely writing at that point. I was, <laughs> you know, doing song parodies and stuff when I started. So yeah, I mean it's it's grown and evolved so much in, in the time I was there. Um, and now we're just using that as kind of a jumping off point to be even better and, and have even more fun with it. Yeah, my point to all that is I'm excited to see where this grows from here. Like For 10 sure. years from now, maybe we'll be like, there's 3000 writers here. They're only 15 <laughs> when we started. That's going to be a lot of content, but. And somehow I'm going to be the only one editing any of it. <laughs> And I'm still going to wonder how you do that, but uh, any, any other thoughts on this? No, I mean, the only other thing I would just say is, you know, as folks are going through it, yeah, provide us feedback. If you find something that's a little wonky on the site, let us know so we can fix it because uh, little things that drove us crazy before, but we were powerless to fix. We can now fix things that don't work the way they're supposed to. Uh, If you go to our site on mobile and go to the comments, you're not going to accidentally click on an ad that appears right as you go to click view comments. (laughs) Uh, We can make sure that the experience is as good as it should be. (laughs) We've been, we seriously wasted no time starting to plan this. It had to be within hours of us finding out our fates at at Sacktown Royalty. We're going to make our own site with blackjack. There's lots of (laughs) e-punches thrown. There was lots of blood, sweat, and tears. Lots of terrible ideas by me specifically. And yeah, but we've worked like we see it's, I can't believe time's so weird right now amidst everything, but I can't believe, I guess it's been four months since just about exact four months. Yeah, it was end of December, right before Christmas that we found out, and we started working on it right away, so. Yeah, 
so yeah this was that four months we spent like and i'm not i don't i struggle saying we because like blake greg aki all them put in far more work but we all as a group everyone here had input and we all did our thing and i'm i'm gonna be proud when we launch on chris weber vladi divok day (laughs) which just kind of worked out that was not planned (laughs) so funny i'm terrible with jersey numbers but right away when i saw that date i was like chris weber vladi (laughs) anyways i'll let you go all right sounds good all right thanks all right my next guest is richard ivanowski How's it going, Richard? It's been a few months. It's going really well, man. Um, I think everything considered, at least. And um, I guess I'm feeling particularly happy and uh, good right now because, um, as you know, and as everyone hearing this right now knows, the King's Herald is is launching. And I feel very relieved uh, that that day is here. Yeah, it's going to be a relief. It's, and I'm, I'm very excited for this. I, <laughs> that seems basic, but yeah, I'm just, I'm very excited that we have our own independent Kings blog now. It just seems so pure. Yeah. Well, I think that just the feeling of anything good, we kind of are sitting in like reveling in, uh, and it feels odd and it feels noteworthy because things have been just a little bit crazy for a while now. Yeah, and, you know, when we started this, we've been talking about this for a few months ago. Let's see, let's, we started talking about this in December, right? Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long time. We got the news uh, from the SB Nation folks in December, and then we knew it would be a long process. And then, obviously, like, the events of the world have been <laughs> bumming us out, and we haven't watched Kings basketball for a while, and people are dying and that is very sad very tragic so it's i think the 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 good moments are coming a little bit few and far between but but this is a good moment oh yeah so much has happened since last time i recorded just aside from the covid19 stuff we had kobe's death we had all this stuff just the last time i recorded i believe was the day after nemanja bielitsa hit the shot and had his memorable line <laughs> yeah yeah that so feels much like has happened. years ago yeah I forget what our record was, but we've had like nine ups and downs before even the suspension happened. The Kings have had so much, but let's, let's, uh, we don't want to focus on the Kings for our Kings blog. Let's focus on the blog itself as we should do. Uh, what, do what are you most excited about for the Kings Herald? So, you know, I think that the, your interview with me is probably going to be one of the more boring ones, I would think, because my, hopes and dreams for the blog are really pretty simple. I just want to have back the thing that I had before. And I know that can't be done perfectly, but I just want that community that I came into not that long ago, just about two years ago to be there again, because it was people like yourself and people even before you that created this slowly over time. And like, it was a very, very strong community, very active community, including, um, you know, referencing all the commenters as well. And I mean, everybody, people have come and gone and, and all that stuff, but that was maybe something that we can't capture entirely. But I think that this blog will get really close 
and it will also have new elements, but I'm most excited to just get back that old familiar feeling. And the, the support you're bringing it up, the, I mean, the support that we give each other is great, but the support from the readers has been amazing. Like just when we closed, we had all sorts of random people just telling us they were looking forward to the new project. Right. When uh, all this stuff went down with Vox, basically letting us all go. We've, we had so many people reaching out, just wondering what was next, saying they'd love to help. And that's comforting knowing that we're going to launch in a few days. And if assuming these people were for real, we are going to have a great fan base built in from the get go. And I don't know how many blogs in a small market can say that that happened. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I, it was just the California ones, I guess that were hit the hardest, but yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know because I'm not a Clippers fan or a Warriors fan and I don't, so I haven't been following what they've been doing, but they got quite a bit of support from what I've seen and they've been able to launch some of their own independent sites as well to varying degrees of success. But at least from what I can see that, you know, this, I mean, we, I should, I don't, I should probably fact check this, but this feels like the only community that, retained all of its members and did something completely new. Yeah. And I hope all these succeed. I think it's awesome. It's unfortunate what happened. Sackdown royalty. All of us obviously loved it or we wouldn't have written for it for in my case, five years, however long it's been your case, two years. We obviously have a special connection to that brand and Ziller created something special and I'm excited. I don't see this as something different. Just it's a spinoff of what he created because all the things we love about there, like you said, everyone's coming over to this new site. And I think we're all going to be able to do what we did well there. I might even write occasionally, which is good to do as a blogger. Yeah. Um, but well, it, yeah, I think we're well, all going to be able to even be better versions of ourselves individually, like our strengths and weaknesses, because we're completely independent. We can do what we want. Yeah. And I think that's where like that spinoff quality comes from, where I'm most excited to just get back what we had, but then I am also excited about the other routes that it's going to go. I know that you've got some interesting stuff up your sleeve. Uh, I know that there's been talk of, I would like to do a uh, Sacramento restaurant podcast with a couple of the guys, Kevin and Will. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of room for like entertainment reviews. I know that I want to get the Brad Schiller going and uh, oh, yeah. I want to see you on some uh, some Zoom dates uh, in the, during yeah. this quarantine, all, all types of crazy stuff. Yeah, our we are the government should probably shut us down for some of the ideas we've had. I don't. I'm not even going to elaborate on what the Brad Chiller was. I'm just going to let that title <laughs> speak for itself. It, it does. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm excited for. I this is going to be a Kings blog. They're going to get the Kings coverage they love. But I'm excited to spread our wings a little, and we can take that brand on to a few other things. If we want to talk about the NBA more in general, speak something, I don't know, just whatever's on our yeah. mind. I think the sky's the limit to t use the oldest cliche in the book. Speaking of basketball stuff, can I just ask you uh, and stop me if we're getting too far afield, but do you think that this season is over? It, regardless of what I say, the opposite will happen as soon as I say it. I do not, see a possible way for this season to end i mean, obviously it's not going to end normally the only way i can see there being a 2020 champion i'll say is if they find a way to do some sort of 
tournament in like July or August, but who knows? Yeah. And I'm looking forward to reading, uh, you got some ideas on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my first piece will hopefully be on that, which I think I'm only like 10 days after my deadline that I made them give me on that. <laughs> so I yeah. should probably get going on it, but you know, what can you do? Yeah. What do you, what can you do? What do you see your role? I, it's kind of rep, repetitious, I guess, but what do you see your role in this new one? Like what's, when people think of Richard at the King's Herald, what, what are you hoping they'll think of? Yeah, I think that I'll be like I was before writing about what I feel like writing about. Um, I've been able, to, I've been lucky enough to get an opportunity to intern with the Sacramento Bee, um, which is where some of my writing is, is going to be and will continue to be. It's been tough to write about basketball right now because there's no basketball happening, but um, so I think, and you know, I mean, and that's all credit to Sacramento Realty and more specifically to you guys that were there before me that put the blog in a position, you know, and then I happened to go to Sac State that has those internships and all that stuff. But um, getting back to the point, like, I think it'll be what I was doing before, plus like a little bit more uh, fun, casual stuff that you wouldn't be able to put in a newspaper, like the stupider things. Like um, I've done like, you know, comparing each Kings player to Thanksgiving foods uh, is something that I really enjoyed in the past. And uh, just getting like a little more wild and hypothetical with it. Um, now I'm blanking on one of the ideas I had to write uh, that good I wanted to start them, writing. It's good to keep them in suspense though. They'll know when they see it, they'll be like, Oh, that's what Richard is talking about. Yeah. And I want to get, I want to be sort of like the secondary podcaster where you're going to yeah. be carrying obviously the, the primary podcast and doing all that stuff. Um, I've been doing the King's Pulse thing for a while with Brendan, who's been great. Um, and, uh, but I want to get, I, I want to get off into the, into the weeds a little bit. I do a, a Christmas movie podcast with my wife. I want to do this restaurant podcast with Will and Kevin, and I'd be open to doing any kind of, random podcasts that I, I could possibly think well, of. Well, the perfect time to do non-basketball podcasts on a bo- basketball site is right now, so get going. Now, I don't know if April's the best for a Christmas movie podcast, but I'd listen. It's tough. I We, we really want to relaunch it, uh, but yeah, I don't know who'd be listening. <laughs> we'll see. I'd listen to some bizarre podcasts. I was actually watching, I've been watching a lot of horror movies. I don't know if that has something to do with the quarantine, but I'm watching yeah. a lot of slashers and ghost movies and whatnot, which... Sincerely, I think might have in the back of my mind something to do with the quarantine because they're Absolutely. very similar. But I got into a little um, run last week where I was watching Christmas horror. So okay, I didn't even I wasn't even aware of that genre. Well, we can talk about that off air, but I will send you recommendations. So I'm fun ones. I'm not like a horror movie guy. Like the so like I for some reason this is gonna this you may need to edit this out. It is truly sad that my mind goes to this place but like i've been watching the walking dead and i've been like replaying the last of us and like i've been getting into like zombie movies and stuff which is terrible but like that's where your mind is like it needs to kind of i think sort through these feelings you have about this pandemic and my mind apparently is doing it in an irresponsible way i this is, we are really going on a rabbit trail here, but what, <laughs> yeah. what do people expect? Honestly, this is going to be the same podcast. It's going to be 90% randomness and 8% other stuff and 2% Kings. But I, 
horror movies always take their satire. Horror, the best horror is always satire. So it always takes what's happening in the world. And I forget what the exact thing I heard, but certain types of horror, zombie, vampire, all this stuff always reflects what's happening in the world around us. So I guarantee mm. you there's going to be so many zombie things in like a year. Oh, yeah. Um, and I actually watched like the first, I'm not a horror movie, like a pure horror movie. Like even like, you know, The Walking Dead is yeah. not really, you know. But I actually watched with my wife, who is a huge scaredy cat. Like she can't deal. Like she screams if I'm like, if I walk into <laughs> a room without her realizing I was there. Um, she wanted to watch Midsummer. Midsummer, Midsummer. Oh yeah, I watched that a couple weeks ago. Actually, we watched it last night, and I was worried that it'd be too much for me. And it, it kind of was in some ways, but it was really just the first scene that disturbed me, and the rest of it was just kind of wild and all that. But I, I loved it. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, it's good. So, one of the podcasts, obviously, is going to be Rich and I discussing horror in this King's podcast. Oh, I'm so down for that. We can call it Stephen King's. Huh? Huh? <laughs> That's not bad. Stephen Kang's. Stephen Kang's. All right. I'm definitely <laughs> down for that. I've already done a couple pod or podcast photoshops of like Corey Joseph. I did Kojo on Kujo. So it fits my brand perfectly. I know you've read like thousands and thousands of Stephen King pages. Have you, are you taking like a class on him or something? I, well, I'm, I'm graduating now. My last semester at UC Davis, I got to take a Stephen King class and that's what hooked me. And it was just like six of his books or something. It was a lot of his books. I think it was more than that. It was the heaviest reading load I took at UCD as a lit major, but I loved it. What's the best Stephen King book? It, it's cliche, but it is the best book couple things need, didn't need to be in it um i'm not going to elaborate on <laughs> if you know it you know what i'm talking about but it it's just a great story and it's funny because i love horror but i don't really get freaked out by it but i still love it i don't know what i don't know what that says about me it doesn't it doesn't bother you no interesting okay well I'll, the real I'll... world horror tends to bother me like being a king's fan maybe that's where it comes from the real world horror always bothers me more than like a scary clown or a ghost or a killer or something well the real world stuff is the scariest thing and that's like to go back to midsummer like the first scene if you know what i'm referring to i think you do that's by far the most realistic like fright right oh yeah that scare is it like really got to me because it felt very realistic and it happened like in the real world and the rest of the movie was kind of just in a place where you don't feel attached to like this could never happen to you yeah yeah well we'll have to elaborate we'll have to turn this into content for the king's herald somehow but i'm down stephen king's herald yep that's a in fact if basketball would come back we should just become a horror blog i mean who cares who cares (laughs) but to go back to the blog i mean we can i could talk about this for hours but to go back to the blog i think i actually in the back of my mind i forget if i've actually told you guys this in the back of my mind, I think starting right now could be a blessing in disguise because it will help us find our voice before there's even new Kings news. And the Kings will find a way to be in the news sometime in this. But I truly do believe that like starting at a time like this is going to make us so creative. Yeah, it, we will be when that when we finally get basketball, it'll be like throwing meat to like ravenous wolves. Like <laughs> we will be covering it so thoroughly. 
Yeah, that or we won't know how to. We just won't remember basketball, so we'll just like be like, "What's going on here? This isn't midsummer." True. True. I don't know. It'll be fun to find out. Any other thoughts on this before we take off? That's about it, man. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm really, really thankful to everyone out there that is listening and reading what we're doing. It's that's kind of the best part about what Sacktown royalty was and the same thing can be said for what the King's Herald will be. I think it's the community and it's, it's so thank you for listening and reading and, and thanks for having me on Brad here. And you got, are you still doing King's beat through all this? And I'm still doing King's pulse podcast. Or King's p- pulse. Yeah. I bad. No worries. No worries. And still writing for the B occasionally. I interviewed Slampson recently. Uh, interviewed <laughs> Slampson. What's he talk like? <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give a little peek behind the curtain. They wouldn't let me talk to anyone. They just had me email. This is the King's PR had me email them questions. And then they kept saying like, okay, we'll bring this to the real slamps in and give him, give you his answers. And it felt very like letter to Santa Claus style, but, but it was fun. It was fun. What are the odds? Do you think that the person who typed those answers was the person in the slamps suit? Uh, zero and that's i was trying to like break through them and be like let me just talk with with like your pr department and i got some punchlines <laughs> we can like work on together that's fun though yeah oh uh, i think i talked to kyle madsen about this on the podcast but i think as a 31 year old man i still would not want to know slams outside of the suit i still think it would be weird it'd be like seeing the kermit the frog puppet without anyone controlling it oh yeah no that would be i mean there's a horror book for you oh yeah it's I I sincerely think it would bother me to see that. Like if you saw the Slamson head off, it'd be like those kids at Disneyland or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a terrifying thing to think about. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more horror in this ten minutes or whatever it's been than I expected. I hope we it's just I, I hope we haven't scared people off. Yeah, just just chapter one. Yeah. There's many chapters left. All right, Richard, thank you very much. Thanks, Brad. Have a good one. You too. Hopefully right now we have Tim Maxwell. Given his track record on this podcast, he might have already dropped out. I don't know. But Tim, are you there? I'm here. And I want to say I've never dropped out on this podcast because this is a brand new podcast. It's on the same RSS feed. They could literally fresh slate. like a few episodes and hear it. I have a fresh slate. And it's your terrible technology that caused me to drop off. I won't, I won't point fingers, but I did not choose the service I was using that day. Well, there you go. I blame TJ then. Yeah. Oh, that's always good. You know, it's always good for the two men on the podcast to blame the woman who's not here. Yeah, that works for me. Those optics. <laughs> What's up? How are you surviving without basketball? Like, are you harnessing your bad takes elsewhere? Mostly in the food realm. If you follow you my that. Twitter account, you can see that. You kind of do that during basketball, though. Are you, is there, like, something you've noticed you've been festering up bad takes to kind of replace it? Because bad food takes are still a given. Um, maybe more puns, especially in, in group chats and things like that. Um, you know, I just I really have to save the hot takes from the season comebacks because people are going to be eager for those. So I, I feel obligated to not treat, tweet about Luca or, you know, talk about, all the problems on the Kings. I got to save all the ammo for when basketball is actually happening. People actually care. So in 2025 though, when the season resumes, we'll be there. I'm on. Yeah. If all we're right. all still alive. 
But uh, that gives us five years on this new website that we are launching the same day this podcast is coming out. What are you most excited about for the King's Herald? I think I'm most excited about the freedom we're going to enjoy as, as a crew. I, uh, you know, you know we, we talked about a lot of things at the beginning of the 1920 season that we wanted to do that we're kind of on, on the precipice of like a lot of like video stuff and, and live calls and, and more interaction with the King's community. And, and we were limited in some of that with the old site. So I think that's going to be really awesome just to expand a lot of our skill sets. You know, people tend to lump our crew as kind of one being, if you will, um, which is good in some ways, but we also all have different perspectives and different skills. And we've seen a lot of that come out with building this new site. So I'm really excited all of us to use our skill sets in different ways that maybe you haven't seen us do before. And then just expand our coverage in multiple realms. I know Brad and I, you know, we've talked about um, you know, like I said, live calls, video calls, chats, streaming, you know, all sorts of things that um, weren't necessarily available at our old domain. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I'm hoping. That's kind of what I've taken charge on through this whole process as the podcast host is I'd really love to expand this type of content. You know, I've tried it in the past with Sackdown Royalty After Dark, but I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to what we can do with all that because writing's my day job so when i'm done with that i always have a hard time thinking what can i write about with the kings after i've written seventeen thousand sports stories that day i'm excited sure. i still yeah, i have a fun yeah. idea that i'm i'm about two weeks behind on deadline for but i, I have a fun me. idea to post on these first few days in the site and yeah yeah and i i feel you on the writing thing my day job doesn't require writing t- the entire time but i do a lot of instructional design which is writing training materials so I definitely feel you on the, sometimes you just need a different avenue to express your opinions rather than sitting at a computer and typing away. That's a free creative advice that I've heard from multiple people is find something. If you like do something creative for a living, find another creative avenue. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Just cause it's, it helps you, you know, not feel like you're working. Cause I think at this point when I'm writing for fun, this is a very depressing podcast so far for something <laughs> so supposed to be far. helpful. But, I'm the least fun guest. Yeah. Yeah, hey, as you know, nothing's going to change. Yeah, I'm just keeping my brand, man. I'm keeping my brand. <laughs> but uh, just creative avenues, at a certain point, you feel like you're working, even when I'm doing it for fun. And I get those motivations where I write for fun and I love it, but it just makes it hard to find that zone. But back yeah. to the fun writing, which yeah. is which is what we all do, what did for Zachtown Royalty and we're all going to do for King's Herald. That's what I think sets us, not sets us apart, there's other great writers and stuff, but we all just did legitimately enjoy writing about the Kings, podcasting about the Kings, doing whatever about the Kings. And we're all going to have our independent Avenue to do so. And I think we're all going to have our own voices on this new Avenue. What do you think your voice, your role in this new setup, new business, new blog is going to be, is it going to be all Um, the same or is it a little different? I think it'll be mostly the same. Um, I've taken on kind of the role of like, I guess not holding back on the Kings, you know, we have a lot of soft coverage in the Sacramento area and sometimes that can be too hard. That's something I've, I've learned over time and an area I've worked on in my uh, personality, I guess you could say in in the Kings realm. Um, But, you know, I'm just going to kind of stay true to a lot of analytics, a lot of stats. That's something I really miss with the hiatus is there's no new stats. So I used to tweet a lot of random stats or let people ask me to find a stat for them or whatever. And, I'll keep doing that. And then um, within the site, I do a lot of the work with 
the contributors. So I, I reach out to a lot of people and get things organized and um, make sure everyone's happy and all of those things, which as you all can imagine, it's listening, trying to keep people like Brad and TJ happy is, is certainly a challenge. Um, yeah, I, I think I'll keep a similar role and then hopefully I'm going to participate in a lot of the, the live content, you know, Will and I, uh, produce the mailbag at the old site and we'll be doing the same at the new site and we'll do some live mailbags and things like that. Yeah, we've talked about fun ways to kind of add stuff like that to mediums like this too in the past. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Now you're, as far as you're just the content, like you said a lot about the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff you're going to do, and you kind of started talking about this Is there something you think you're going to be able to do on this new site that you maybe not we're not able to do on Sacktown Royalty as far as just your writing, your overall work? Yeah, I, I think there'll be less, um, I shouldn't say less oversight, but there'll be more ability to, to really delve into things deeply and, and not have necessarily a fear of, you, you obviously want to keep your brand safe and, and, and uh, make sure everyone's on board and, and writing cleanly and, and well and with integrity, but uh, there'll be obviously a lot less corporation, corporate policies and things to worry about. So I think we'll just have a lot more freedom to delve into random things, you know, and I know you've talked about this a lot, maybe it's team-centric idea, but maybe a centric idea, Sacramento-centric idea, and we, we have just a lot more freedom with that, um, even with some of the things we're going to do on launch day, which I, I won't reveal right now. Um, we just have a lot of ability to help the community and participate in the community, I think, which was limited when you're a part of a, of a much larger umbrella that covers literally every sport and every team that you can imagine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking, I'm thinking, I kind of got distracted there for a second. I'm thinking of all the things we can do about uh, just the things we're going to do. We're doing some very good things given current circumstances. And I love that we're going to kind of stretch our creative muscle. Like you said, um, we don't just have to cover the Kings. I know my first thing I'm going to write for is more NBA oriented. And I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, well do you have anything else to add about the new site? Um, I think the only thing I'd like to add is if you're a, an old reader from the old STR or you're a new listener and new reader. Um, one thing we've really stressed in our own group and our own chats between all the writers and podcasters and, and producers and editors and everything is if there's something we're not doing that you'd like us to see or you'd like to see us do or if there's something we're doing that you're like i never liked it when you guys and girl did x you know let us know we're we're not gonna try to build just the copy of str we're gonna try to build off of that foundation and build something bigger and better um and more complete so if, if you're looking for something or you have an idea you know tweet at one of us leave a comment in the articles do something to let us know because we have a lot of opportunity we we truly believe we provide the best and most balanced coverage of the Sacramento Kings. So if there's an area we're missing or something we could add, let us know so that way we can uh, we can fulfill that request hopefully and, and make our coverage even better. Yeah. And we're trying, we're launching this, a thing a bunch of us said as we were talking about launching this site is we don't want to just like be viewed as like a fan blog somewhere. We want to be viewed as a legit, as a legit source for Kings news, Kings coverage, Hopefully we can get some good interviews, maybe write some profiles, all that. We want to be legit. So yeah, we, we, I touched on this with Greg too. We really would love feedback. And on top of that, we would love, like, if you love an article, which I'm always trying to get better. I'm terrible at reading an article and then forgetting to retweet it or something. Um, 
to share our work. Like we're all going to try to do it, but if the fans can do it too, that really helps us because we would love to expand our range as far as possible. Yeah. And then also another thing is I don't think we'll, we'll look into this immediately because obviously we're just starting, but if you think you have some writing talent and you know, you're interested in, in pursuing that there'll, there'll be a section of the website where you can propose some things that won't be quite as, as robust as like the fan post section we had at STR just because we're still, you know, the, the site is built and it's built very well and Blake Ellington did an amazing job at that, but we're still building out some, some port, some parts of that and, and doing some upgrades, but um, you know, our DMS are open or at least mine are, I won't speak for anyone else, but if you ever have an idea or you want feedback on something, um, you know, reach out and, and I'd be more than happy to provide that or help anyone out. You know, we're always looking for, for new people and new ideas. Yeah. And I think I've touched on this with everyone I've talked to so far. Yeah, there's going to be glitches in this site. There's going to be all the stuff. Greg said it best. It's what the site is going to be on day one isn't what it's going to be in the future. So, yeah, any glitches you find, any just any feedback you have on the article and stuff, we greatly appreciate because it is hard to make <laughs> – it is hard to start a blog from the ground up. It's, it's – no. Blake's doing an amazing job. Blake's – I mean, we've obviously seen his entire work on here. You're, you've already heard his interview because I'm going to put it before this one, but I'm talking to him tomorrow about this. And yeah, I mean, praises to Blake. He is, we, this could not have happened without him. This couldn't have happened without yeah. anyone, but especially Blake. Yeah, Blake's like the LeBron James of our team, or should I use a Kings reference? He's the De'Aaron Fox of our team, maybe. Um, nothing happens without Blake. We could have obviously gone outside and, and built a website off of a template and it wouldn't have looked nearly as good. And, and I can say this pretty confidently, the website looks and for the most part functions better and more easily than STR did, even though STR was under a, a massive multi-million or billion dollar organization, our site uh, kicks ass and Blake did an, an awesome job. Yeah. And that's, this was a labor of love. I mean, all of us are doing this cause we want it out there. And I'm excited yeah. to see. I'm ex- I'm going to be so excited when I go to the King's Herald and there's blog posts there, or there's a podcast yeah. there, or whatever. And yeah, like I said, if you have an idea on it, no matter, we have thrown out some crazy ideas, and by we I mean I have in this whole in this whole thing. And if you have ideas, like something you'd love, we love that kind of feedback because we will discuss it. It's if it's something that's like a legit idea even if it seems far out there, we'll discuss it. It doesn't mean we can always do it, which we've learned in doing all this, but we, yeah, we want to be the best team blog on the planet, not just Kings, the best team blog on the planet. Yeah. And I think maybe the coolest part of all of this was when the announcements were made about Vox and we all just kind of were shaking in our boots for, you know, I remember those first couple of hours uh, when Aki kind of reached out to us and, and we all discovered that we were all out. We all basically just at once said, okay, well, we'll rebuild it and do it better and we'll keep the team together and no one, you know, slunk off into the shadows or, or went anywhere else. We said, we're, we think we're the, one of the best, if not the best in the business. So let's just rebuild it, rebuild it better. And, and our comment, commenters and readers and fans and listeners, the, you guys are the ones that are going to help us build this. So please let us know what we can do and when we can do it. And we'll, we'll do the best we can. And don't worry. The takes will be just as bad. Like that will, if there's one thing that's not going to be at all different. Our takes are going to be terrible. 
absolutely. That's why raisins make everything. Which brings me to Francisco Garcia. No, that'll be a two hour (laughs) podcast in the future. Tim hates Francisco Garcia. He's a a fine role player. I don't, I, I, I love Garcia for what he was personality locker room. He tried hard, but people act as if, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he was going to be an all-star and that's just not, the case and that's okay we can have we can have our loves oh no okay. no you're i i like to respect people's opinions but this one is not okay i i'm not going to stand for this on my podcast was francisco garcia going to be an all-star uh, superstar okay got, oh that's right i'm talking to brad i, I should i should know where you're going to come he's from what there. people pretend draymond green is i love that take that's my favorite take of yours by the way you can tweet you can quote it on twitter it can be your Draymond takes are just my favorite. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for coming on, Tim. Thanks for not bailing. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brad. I, I'm uh, glad I didn't drop off halfway through. Yeah. I'll, I'm sure I'll have you on here in the next few weeks. We have some fun ideas. I'm exploring some really fun guests. I can't guarantee anything, but yeah. Definitely going to try to make this a consistent weekly thing again without the clutches of evil corporate overlords. So I'm looking forward to being able to podcast again. I never really got a send off on the last format, but look forward to this. It's going to be fun. All right. Talk to you later, Tim. Thanks, Brad. I am joined now by Kevin Fippin, who many of you know from one of our most notable episodes where I don't even remember what our topic was, but we barely talked about it. How's it going, Kevin? <laughs> Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm good. Do you have any sitcom references you want to get out of the way just before we start? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we probably should talk about, we should touch on like Webster and um, how big of an impact that had on my life. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but it was incredible. Um, he, but there was like this, there was like this season though, where he switched from living in a New York apartment to like oh, no. some giant mansion with a bunch of secret passageways. And that was a game changer for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know the show in theory, what it's about, but I've never watched it. Oh, more well, of a different strokes guy. <laughs> they, 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 you know, you don't have to choose is what I've always said about Webster and different strokes. Uh, but there was an episode of Webster where, where you learn, like there was always a message and there was an episode where you learn like not to tell people when you're at home alone because then they'll come and rob you. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like in the cafeteria and he like mentioned that uh that his parents were going out of town or they're going to be out that that evening and then two <laughs> kids from school came in and broke in and i mean he's small so they put him in a sack oh like, no like a burlap sack and then robbed his house or something wow this is after he spent like a good amount of time like evading them by going in and out of secret passages all over their their weird house so yeah, I feel like that's properly derailed the conversation okay. right out of the gate, if that's what you're looking for. That should at least offset the future rabbit trails. <laughs> but, uh, how have yeah. you been staying sane through all this insanity? Dude, like, so I live in the central city um, in a hip neighborhood that my wife and I have always wanted to live in. You know, you, got a, you get a small house so that you can live near stuff that you want to walk to like the store or the brewery or the coffee shop and now that you know we're quarantined (laughs) i'm living in this small house and i can't go anywhere and i'm stuck in here with like a toddler and one of their adult humans so i am barely staying sane like the only like 
it's crazy to think like the, the stuff that we look forward to all day long is like taking a walk in the evening. It's like the <laughs> most exciting thing I could possibly imagine. And if you screw with my walk, dude, I'll get so mad. <laughs> it's just like stealing something from me. Yeah. I need to do better at walking. I can't lie. It's one of those things I plan to do every day and then just all of a sudden it's night. <laughs> you could still walk at night like that still works too right oh yeah i could but what's the fun of that <laughs> it sounds like you just don't want to you don't want to no. walk yeah i'm lazy that's <laughs> what i'm getting at. this has been a roundabout way <laughs> that's fine yeah but uh man where to go from there no we are going as of when i'm watching this it's the day the website is going to be launched um what are you looking forward to most as we launch this new endeavor that's still very much similar to our past endeavor i'm i'm excited to be done like planning it right like and actually show people what we've been working on i think people are excited to see it um i think people will be surprised at like how good the site looks um and how well it functions and uh what we put together i'm really excited for people to see that right this isn't like an angel fire site from like 1999 this thing is pretty legit and uh i think people are going to be excited to see you know, they're going to be getting that same coverage and, and um, hearing from the same personalities and voices that they, you know, look forward to hearing from for so long, um, just on a new platform that's worthy of, you know, their time. So that's, that's what I'm excited for people to see and just kind of pick up where we left off. We've all had a lot of stuff that we would have wanted to talk about and write about for months now and haven't really had the, <laughs> the means to do it and so this is going to be exciting for us i know it's so hard when there's no basketball like sit down and think of what you want to write i finally wrote the i finally wrote my first piece for today that i've been meaning to write for like two weeks it wasn't even basketball related yeah i I actually talked about basketball this is like a first for you yeah i've I've never (laughs) watched it so it it should be (laughs) i did watch the first two episodes of the last dance last night though so i i understand a little bit of basketball Apparently yeah, what you think? Fight with a GM or something. <laughs> just a, there's always a bad guy named Jerry that you're supposed to hate yeah. as you. <laughs> so, well, so as a as a 12 year old, what did you think about learning about Michael Jordan? I I'd never heard of him. He sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> he looks kind of like. Did you ever see that that picture of the guy crying with that red background? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he looks similar to that guy. I was actually just talking to someone about Michael Jordan where I was nine when he retired from the Bulls. So it was like more of a thing that existed, but Space Jam probably in all honesty played a bigger part in my fandom to him when I was that young than the Bulls did. He was just an actor in your favorite movie. Yeah. But then that gives me an entirely different appreciation for Wizards MJ because I got to see Michael Jordan when I was a legit basketball fan. Yeah. And and. I mean, it wasn't the same Michael Jordan, let's be honest, but it's still, it's just a weird chapter that like, I don't even consider when I think about him. Uh, It's Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw. It's not Fate of the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I can see that. It's a spinoff of his career is the way I look at it. It's just, it's like an experiment. He screwed (laughs) up this team, so he had to fix it at 40. (laughs) Yeah, I, I actually um, did some Googling last night because I like once I started watching, I was like, does that dude still own the Charlotte basketball team? And I guess he does. I mean, you just don't hear about it anymore. But like, 
remember that was like the biggest deal in the world and and i think he just doesn't talk about it because they're terrible all the time but yeah yeah he's not the greatest owner but whatever he's really like the more you hear about michael jordan the more childhood you wants to die because he's not like a morally reprehensible person or anything he's just kind of an ass yeah sure (laughs) and it kind of shows in this documentary he's sitting there drinking bourbon and just talking throwing people yeah. under the bus i've noticed also like the the social media commentary that was going on you know while it was airing live and just like this overwhelming desire from people of your generation to like somehow compare him constantly to lebron and how lebron would never do this or that or whatever and it's it's, it's just i just don't see I just don't see why we have to compare. Like, I don't I know that there, I don't know that there is a LeBron if there wasn't a Michael Jordan, to be completely yeah. honest, and a Kobe before that, right? Like, and, and so I don't know that you have to compare, but beyond that, like, I just don't think that there's a reason to choose one. You know what I mean? Or say, yeah. like, no, that guy's not great. This guy's great. Like, these That's are the a- people that made the league the league. And I'll occasionally, I'll entertain the argument just for the sake of it, but. I, I agree for the most part. Like, just I just am so happy I get to see LeBron play. I'm glad I got to see the bit of Michael Jordan I got to see play, but it was under a different scope when you're an eight-year-old. And right. yeah, just appreciate them both. And they're both two completely different types of players. So it's so hard. Like people say three and six uh, with LeBron and hold it against him. Michael Jordan never won a playoff series without Scottie Pippen. So there's... Like you could be petty and say stuff like that all around, but just appreciate them. Right. And, and I just don't like, and I think you nailed it, right? Like they're different types of players, but they're like different. They're like, so just wildly different body types as well. Like LeBron was, is LeBron because he's, he's huge while also being unbelievably athletic. Right. And that's really not the way that MJ operated and they don't play the same game. And, they dominated for different reasons. I, I don't know that you could take anything away from either of them because of that. But like, I just don't, there's just no reason in my mind to try to decide which one's better. Like it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Just when you're talking about two different eras too, people always act like the modern player. Like right. you're just plopping Bill sixties, Bill Russell into the modern NBA. Of course he's going to struggle. But if, um, prime Dwight Howard went into the 60s NBA and had to basically forge his own path would he be the Dwight Howard who was leading a team to the finals well and I don't think in any scenario you're taking like adult Bill Russell and just teleporting him through time into like the 2000s or whatever like if 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 Bill Russell grew up in the same era that these guys grew up in I have to think Bill Russell would you know be even better than he was right because he would have seen and learned from generations of people before him the same way Jordan was able to do and, and LeBron after him and Kobe as well. Like if you have seen someone do something, it becomes infinitely easier to do that thing. If no exactly. one's ever done it before, it's, it sounds impossible to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think the difference when you try to compare eras, like people just don't consider that. And I don't know that you can do that. You have to look at how people did, in the context of when they did it. Yep, I agree. And some could say, to bring this back, some could say we're like kind of the Bill Russell of King's blogs by doing what we're doing, right? 
<laughs> because no one's ever done it before. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> we're taking the path no one's ever done before. No one's ever started a sports blog before. No one's ever made a website before. It's no. uncharted territory. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it though, I'll tell you that much. Like the behind the scenes like uh forming uh a business is is definitely more work than I thought it was. I can tell you that much. A lot what? apparently it involves a lot of phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> You a guys are all doing hard work, but I have to give a special shout out to Blake. Oh yes, Every- Blake. Uh, if you like the site or you hate the site, Blake is the reason. <laughs> He's the guy who did it all. Uh, all the hard work uh, of actually taking ideas and concepts and and turning them into tangible things you can click on and read, which is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I was going to talk to Blake in this episode, but I decided that he deserves his whole he deserves a whole episode to really talk about it so stay tuned in the future weeks i don't know when exactly there's a couple others that i'm just it'll depend on the order but yeah you gotta you gotta talk to him about the process of putting all this together even the process of getting us all to agree on a logo is probably like <laughs> it was enough to make him want to <laughs> tap out of the whole idea the name <laughs> yeah the name the name <laughs> The name it has some exciting. There's some exciting uh, backstory to the way that we got our name and and all the names we didn't end up with. I hope that you talked to. I think Tony was going to put together an article on it. Yeah, yeah. There's. It's funny. You went going back to like those Angel Fire pages you made in junior high or high school. He's doing an advanced version of that. It's like every little color change is a piece of code, and that's why I'm not in that industry because. I need point and click and drag. Right. And there's like a group of 14 of us that all have opinions about what it should yeah. look like. And they're all finding things that we don't like, or, Hey, what if it did this? And it's like, we don't know that it's the equivalent of like launching a rocket or whatever for him. And he's got <laughs> to like placate all of our, our requests and without telling us to F off, which I think is admirable and <laughs> deserving of a medal. Probably. Yeah. Blake must die in the middle every time we have some of these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we're launching, um, we're putting up, we're putting up content today, tomorrow, yesterday, whenever you're reading this, 10 years ago, if there is a 10 years from now. Um, so when they're launching, just what are you, what are you t- just really looking forward to more than anything else? Well, I mean, given everything that's going on in the world right now, it's a really strange time to launch a, an NBA website, right? There's still stuff for us to talk about, and we've been planning that for a while, and you've got the offseason and the draft. But one of the things that we really wanted to do was find a way to kind of um, help to support people in our local community during this, like, just really weird time of crisis. And so we're excited for people to see the COVID-19 kind of support uh, page that we set up and our GoFundMe uh, campaign to kind of hopefully raise some money for the local food bank who's um, the demand for their services has just kind of surged and spiked across the country really but definitely in, in Sacramento and so um, we're kind of excited to launch just so that we can get that rolling. Um, we've been holding it back for our launch time so that Um, We have a site to point people to and promote the campaign. And so hopefully it can get some more traction, but 
um, we've been kind of itching to try to help. And so more than anything, I think we're excited to kind of finally have a live page to do that with. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I should have mentioned that in the intro too, just in case someone turned off after I got guests because who wanted to hear guests? <laughs> but yeah, I should have mentioned the, the, uh, the food bank stuff because that's going to be great. And we've always had good luck with those. Anytime we've asked people to step up, whether it was just for the Kings games, just giving them to the underprivileged and stuff, people always step up on that. And it's one of my favorite things about the site. Yeah, the community, think, not the site. It's the community. Yeah, and, and it, it, you nailed it. I think that, you know, historically, this fan base and community that reads our content has been, you know, extremely generous uh, with their time and gifts and money to help those that are less fortunate. And this is like a really great time to do that. Um, and so, you know, it seems weird to kind of launch and say like give us money right now and so one of the things we really wanted to do is just make sure that we were kind of pointing people in a in a place where they could give and 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 do the most good at the same time and so like you know like i said before that's what we're really really excited about um and beyond that you know like we've been working really hard to try to make this site really cool and something that king's fans can be proud of um, you know, to try to help enhance the coverage of the team and give fans a place where they can congregate and commiserate and talk about how the team is doing. And that's something, that's a void that Sacktown Royalty filled. And, you know, without that place, there isn't really anywhere to do that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of great websites and uh, media outlets that cover the team and do a good job, but there isn't one that fills that need the way that STR always has. And mm-hmm. If people are going to follow us somewhere, we wanted to make sure that we were giving them that. So with that in mind, all of us kind of bring, that's what I love about our group, all 80,000 of us who are involved with this site, is we all bring something unique, <laughs> and we all sort of have different roles, regardless of how often we'll be posting or whatever. We all, we are, we're, we've all contributed something to this. What do you see as your individual role with all of this? Well, yeah, I'm the social media editor, right? And so anything you see on social, um, the conversation during the game, promoting different things that we're doing, or even just kind of posting about the latest article that one of our writers wrote, that's me, right? And my job when I joined on to this team uh, years ago was to try to give our social media kind of a, a more personalized voice and not just be an aggregator of content and not just be a robotic voice that says like, here's our latest article. Um, and so, you know, I've tried really hard to kind of create, especially on Twitter, like uh, an audience there. Um, and I think that, you know, all of our collective voices have come together to do that. And, you know, people can experience Sacktown royalty in a variety of different ways, whether it's, you know, on the site in the comment section, or you just read the articles, or you like to lurk on the comments, or you get actively involved. There's also this whole other world of people that interact with us almost just on social media. Um, And we have our own traditions and fun stuff that we do there, like gifts after wins uh, (laughs) that flood everyone's timeline, and people get really excited about it. Um, And that's sort of where 
you know, the role that I fill. And so some people that interact with the site may never kind of interact with stuff that I do, or maybe only interact with stuff that I do, but um, I, I have a lot of fun doing it. And that's the way that I cover the team and try to bring some fun and uh, a different, a different look and a different take on some stuff. I don't, I'm not the most prolific writer though. There were times in the past where I had to write a lot of stuff, um, you know, and I'm not the greatest X's and O's guy, but I like to try to make the game fun. I'm a fan and I enjoy watching and I try to <laughs> let you guys know what I'm thinking while I'm doing it. You know, I was just actually just talking about our own will about that. How sometimes I feel like I watch the game in a completely different way than others do, which there's right. not a right way to watch a game, but yeah, I'm with you. I could, I can't tell you the name of a play. I can tell you when it's a good play because I just yeah. know, but I couldn't, I can't watch a play and just say, Oh, they ran uh, such and such. I do not have that kind of mind. Um, I'm sure people who played actually played are better at that, which I did in seventh grade, but for whatever reason that didn't carry over. But yeah. I yeah. I a, mean, I, I think, I think, you know, for me, it's about kind of, taking all those years of being a fan and watching the game and, and having a, a, a place to share my thoughts. And, and, you know, it, I like at the end of a game for you to feel like you're sitting there with me, you know, in the stands, drinking a beer and, and watching and, and just kind of shooting the shit and, and having fun. Right. Um, and if that, if I can, you know, pull that off and hopefully you've been, you know, you enjoyed the game a little bit more. And so we try to add this content that kind of, enhances your experience and that's what we're looking for but also kind of building a, a community in another space and so like that experience you get a back and forth comments and our and in the comments under our articles is is amazing and 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 the people that love to do it there can do it but then there's people on twitter doing it and people on facebook and everywhere else and that's sort of the what i try to do and this is a good time to stress that the Sacktown royalty pages are no longer in our control that we are under the King's Herald posted about it quite a bit. I'd assume most people who care have already made the switch, but it's a good time to mention. Yeah. Don't go to that site anymore. You know, <laughs> can we say that? Just I don't, don't care. go there. I don't know. Edit this out, but like uh, definitely go to kingsherald.com. Um, you'll see links to all of our social media stuff, our YouTube page. We're going to try to be more active on some of those things as well. Yeah. Um, I know you have big plans for how to leverage video and streaming. Yeah. It's going to be Tony's, really exciting. Former Sacktown royalty host, Tony is really looking into that too. So I'm excited. They did, they did a little streaming event last night of call of duty thing. We often contribute to the Kings, but that's what I'm excited about with Kings Herald. You can get weird, especially right now. That should be our, our tagline, King's Herald. You can get weird. Yeah, it's, it fits. <laughs> yeah. It probably fits but our I, persona I, more than King's Herald does. And I think to some degree we're going to be like more willing to do some of that and take risks and, and try, try new things and take chances. One, because like what do we have to lose? But two, <laughs> right, it's our site, right? And we want to make it exciting. We want to make it a place that everyone can enjoy and we want to work hard to make it succeed. And you didn't always feel that sense of ownership when it was somebody else's thing and that you were just kind of adding think, content to. I think it kind of helps us. It'll be a King's blog through and through, but it kind of lets us broaden the scope. We look at things through and maybe look at the, look at things in the NBA, either whether they affect the Kings or not, because it's kind of our place to just put our thoughts out there. And I'm excited about that too. 
yeah, I know that you also wanted to add like sections on the website that just covered like ramen and whatever movie you watch. Oh, well, Ameri- American cheese on ramen deserves its own <laughs> section on every thing. This is I'm sure that added a lot of uh, stress to 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 Blake's place. Yeah, I made I made got a ramen related request. Yeah, I made Blake program a picture of ramen, not take a picture. I just made him write code and just and tell it it's wrong. Yeah. A 3D, like a 360 view. I don't think he likes me anymore, but. I just imagine you like thinking about how someone codes and it's just a lot of like banging on the keyboard. Like it's. Oh, that's hackers. exactly what coding is. I, I When I go to the coffee shop, when you were allowed to do such things for work, there's a lot of coders there. and They really just look like Kermit in that typewriter meme. <laughs> I I never thought like 90s hackers were actually accurate until I saw that. But yeah, anyway. man, I I'm 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 definitely uh excited for people to see what we've been working on, but I'm also you know, excited for sports to come back someday. I hope that we get to a place where we can actually watch them again. I think that I don't know. I don't know if we were robbed of a of what was about to be a great season or if we were kind of spared <laughs> the rest of what was not a great season, <laughs> but I'm excited to get a redo. Yeah. With that, do you have any other final thoughts on Kings Herald? It'll be live once people are hearing this, presumably. No, I mean, just tell your friends, right? Uh, yeah. Get excited. This is the place for you guys. Um, you know, the Sacramento, Sacramento sports media landscape is really interesting where, you know, you can turn on ESPN, you're not going to see a thing about the Kings. Um, You can turn on the local news and you're going to get a couple of seconds or minutes of coverage. Um, You know, in terms of, in terms of uh, coverage on the internet, you know, it's the same thing from the national sites. And then you've got, kings.com and you've got NBC sports and they'll do a great job covering the team, but like giving a voice to the fan is really what we can do. Um, You're not really going to get that anymore from Sacktown royalty since, you know, they aren't fans and um, you know, they're going to be covering the team and a bunch of other California teams at the same time. I don't think anyone's going to provide the kind of coverage that we plan to provide. And um, that's something to get excited about. Um, and to be happy that that void is going to get filled again. So I'm excited for everyone to see it. Yeah, I, I personally love blog, fan blogs that are not run by fans, but to each their <laughs> own. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So with that, unless there's any other obscure pop culture references or King's Herald related things, I think we are good. No, I, I think probably we can spare the listener of any of the additional pop culture references I had in mind. Thanks for having me on. I'll be sure to have you on for a full three-hour episode so we can do our typical. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later, Kevin. Later. I have Tony Zipteris with me now, former host of the Sacktown Royalty Show, RIP, and current member of the King's Herald team. How's it going, Tony? I'm doing great, Brad. Um, How are you on King's Herald launch eve? I'm doing great. I feel like I should have put that description before your name when I just said it. Like I should have said, I have former host of the Sacktown Royalty Show and current member of the King's Herald team. Then people will wonder, who is it? And then I say, <laughs> Tony's a terrorist, and they go crazy. I kind of 
gave away the twist there at the beginning. That's all right. Yeah, I'm excited. It is April 20th. Um, make of that what you will. And tomorrow we are launching, by the time you're hearing this, we are launching under our new name um, on the same feed. That's exciting that we were able to keep that. What are you most excited about for going into tomorrow? Uh, that's a good question because I don't really know how to answer it. It's kind of a weird thing because we spent uh, so much time like planning King's Herald and you know developing cool Patreon rewards and like different content ideas that we had. And then um, obviously this is very low on the uh, on the things that you know the coronavirus has sort of ruined. But it does sort of change up the dynamic of what we can do launching a website in the middle of all this. Um, there's obviously no basketball on, which, I mean, we are the Kings Herald. That was going to be a huge majority of, <laughs> of what we do is talk about the Kings. And now we have stuff planned and it's going to be fun still. And we're going to talk about the Kings, even though there's no basketball. But um, not having that should be challenging. But at the same time, I think that's sort of what I'm excited about is that we can try new different weird things during this time where every other website is doing that. So I'm excited to see what people do with their new platform with sort of uh, no rules for now when there's no basketball. I've, it's kind of been a running theme in different words between everyone that, yeah, they're kind of in a weird way. We're kind of excited that we get to launch um, when there's no basketball because it lets us be really creative. Right. And if we make make mistakes or if something doesn't work, um, the stakes are kind of low. So if you look at it uh, in a positive light, there are good things about us launching with no basketball on because, you know, like I said, if we if there, if we mess up, if things don't look great at the beginning, if there's, uh, you know, anything that we need to fix, we have time to do that. So. Yeah, it's it's funny. We've already gotten creative. They did the Twitch stream yesterday. Um some of these things we're writing and planning right now, it's going to be fun. I, we yeah, embrace um, weirdness. We, that's been a running theme too. We embrace weirdness. Right. And I feel like now, um, not that SB Nation was like super involved with what we posted. Um, I don't think they would have cared if we did stuff outside of basketball, but I think there is a certain amount of freedom that you get when there is no one to answer to. And right now we have nobody to answer to, which is exciting and also a little bit dangerous that we don't do anything that stupid. But like you said, the Twitch stream um, I did the other night with Tim and Will while we were just, you know, uh, checking our streaming software because that's something that we want to do more of in the future is some live stream stuff. That was a fun two hours that we killed on a on a Sunday night. So at least for now, while there's no basketball, I'll probably do more of that kind of stuff. So just sidetrack for a second. How are you keeping sane during all this? Because you're talking about video games. Are you doing Switch therapy too or... Um, oh yeah. I've been working on my Island on Animal oh, Crossing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, you're playing it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've done, I've made a very big mistake and that's, I've gone to the, um, Animal Crossing subreddit <laughs> and I'm watching all these pros and their five-star islands and the awesome stuff everyone's creating. And mine's just like a dump. I've got, a, <laughs> I'm just mining like cherries and peaches and coconuts and everything else is just a wasteland. Um, my island's gross. So I have some oh. island envy there. But Animal Crossing is great. That's been a great distraction. Yeah, I, I visited a friend's island yesterday because I asked him if I could steal some fruit to plant it. And like mine looks like, like my house on the island looks like the house on a neighborhood that you would not allow your kids to walk by. 
Yeah. Like there's like a pull-up bar and a gasoline can in it for some reason. Cause I just yeah. take whatever they give me. <laughs> yeah. My entire backyard. Um, I don't know if you've gotten to that part where they give you like uh, the fence structure so you can kind of give yourself a backyard yeah. and my entire, whatever it is like 50 by 50 square is just everything I don't have in my house. So I got like a toaster out there, an old, <laughs> gas, old gas station, exercise ball, like an elephant slide, all that like Easter stuff. It looks like a disaster. I have a junkyard. The Easter. Uh, if there's one thing that has recreated the dread that I got from King's Games, it's that Easter event, giving me all of those eggs. That did suck. That it did was suck. so many eggs. See, there's, here's a possibility. We need to figure out how to get a, Animal Crossing King streams. I don't know if you saw mine. My character, I designed him wearing a Francisco Garcia jersey. That's great. I didn't. Uh, I haven't messed with the custom stuff too much. I did name my island Taco Bell, and my logo nice. is the Taco Bell logo. And I think it actually came out pretty great. But I would love to do like some Animal Crossing tour stuff. Um, I don't know how to stream from Nintendo Switch, but I'm sure we can figure it out. We'll talk about this off air. I've I've debated some things, so we will discuss this later. But. Yeah, if if you take one thing away from this, go to kingsherald.com tomorrow and play Animal Crossing because it is cathartic. I yeah, will say that. great ways to kill time. Yeah, yeah, I, I've never used my Switch as much. I've only had it for like six months, but yeah, I've never used it as much as I am now. But back to King's Herald. So King's Herald's launching. We're all excited. What is? What are you most excited? We talked about what you're excited about from the site. What are you most excited about just for your role with this? with this new site how do you see your role changing staying the same all that with this new endeavor yeah so for the uh i guess the pre-launch process i've been sort of um in charge of fundraising and that's something that we've had to sort of halt i don't want to spoil too much about what we are doing with that um i guess you'll see tomorrow or actually i've already spoiled it if you want to be a little specific um but yeah so we we've had like you know, I think you were in some of those conversations too, where we were planning out different Patreon perks and uh, some of that stuff we're just not going to be able to do yet because of the, uh, the COVID-19 stuff. Um, but that has been a, a majority of my role pre-launch is kind of getting the fundraising and Patreon stuff set for when it is time to really launch that. Um, heading forward, I don't think any of us, well, some of us do have more defined roles, but I think what's kind of exciting about it is that we don't necessarily know where everyone's going to find their spot. Um, I know just coordinating the, uh, the Twitch stream the other night, I think that sort of um, live stream production is something that I want to explore more for sure. Um, yeah, you and, and I then, have both been on that bandwagon since the beginning of getting more video content out there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, a good thing in two ways for me. One, I don't think I'm a particularly good writer and two, it's just fun. Like that stuff yeah. was fun to do. It's fun to, you know, talk to you on a podcast or do a live stream or, um, you know, jump on Twitch for a little while. That stuff's just fun to do. So why not? Well, and it was nice of you to say you'll be my editor on this podcast. That I didn't expect that, but I, I thought one, it was really nice. At one point, I did mention that as like something I could do. Like, oh, yeah, I can edit podcasts for us. Um, but I, I do sort of kind of regret that. But you I'll do it. Out. I mean, at this point, we're working towards building something for ourselves so anything that might have been annoying under like the SB Nation umbrella, and now I'm doing it for us, for yeah. a new website. So it's a lot less painful. Yeah. And really, Podcast 101 out there, if a per- in a perfect podcast, you don't have to edit much, but there is always a glitch that makes editing a bigger pain than it needs to be. 
Yeah, and one little thing could set you back like yeah. 45 minutes. Like one of my TJ, Tim, and I podcasts, the service they provided made it. So we were having a three-person conversation, but it made the timing off on all three. Luckily, it did individual audio tracks, but I basically had to piece together an hour and 45-minute conversation one sentence at a time. That was fun. That's brutal. Yeah. No good. I think like professionals, what they do is individual tracks and then every uh, interruption, all that they can edit out. But Yeah, I never got confident enough in my abilities to try and import individual tracks for each speaker. I just had one audio track and I would cut stuff if I didn't, if it didn't, you know, if, it, it, if the audio messed up or something. It comes in handy in an issue like that, but yeah, I'm, I haven't had any issues on this yet, so we'll see. But um, are oh. you excited for a... Uh... For the new podcast? Oh, so yeah. Actually, everything? I guess I haven't really answered my own questions on this other than a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm stoked to see what we're doing. I'm really excited to see the content we put out without the Kings. Just, I it feel like be it's going to be <laughs> a little better. But I know, like, I write about sports for a living, too. And it's so easy in sports just as a writer to every once in a while. Now, this is more obligation to me. It doesn't necessarily apply to what we're doing here, but every once in a while you get a story like i'm just assigned stories i don't pick them and it really does become like okay i just have to write these stats blah 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 and you feel like you're losing your voice where this all we have is our voice right now so i'm really excited as a writer to be able i submitted my first piece today to write more for them and just really let all of us showcase ourselves yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Brad guy. I'm a Brad fan. So seeing an unleashed Brad, a Brad with no restrictions, is something that excites me personally. Yeah, this was the, the previous version of me was at about a three, I think. Now I'm at a 10. Nice. Yeah, and the level of Bradness. But no, if, if, any, if anyone wasn't excited about tomorrow, now Blake might not be just because he's under the most stress from the website. Because I've said it in every interview so far, I think. Blake's a saint and he's the backbone of this right now. Yeah. Please, please please give him a special shout out when you see everything he's done. He's done so well. Right. He's not, he's maybe not the uh, most vocal of, of the group, especially like on Twitter and stuff like that, but he has done by far the most work up to this point, um, developing and building the website, which uh, is not, not, not a responsibility I want. So I'm hoping everything goes well tomorrow for his sake. Yeah. It's going to be fun, though. I'm looking forward to it. We have a clever bunch here. And we're really, when we talked about this, I'm looking forward to, not that we didn't do this at Sacktown Royalty, but we've talked about stress, wanting to stress. Each of us has our own voices, our own opinions. We don't want to just be King's Herald as a brand and everyone expects the same type of content. We really want to stress, like, all the different talents we have, all the different insights, all the different ways we view the game. Cause Omer and I both love the Kings, but we, we take in basketball games far differently than one another. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I think I, we'll really get to highlight that in this new endeavor. Yep. And I know Omer's working on some, some new content ideas, which is pretty exciting. And I think as far as like, getting our, our different voices out there. I think things like this help like podcasts. I think all that live streaming stuff we've talked about helps uh, all of us sort of develop our own um, voice and opinion on things. So I think the, the more we do of that, the better we'll be. And I, here's a late episode um, surprise is 
that's really going to be exciting to people. But I reordered, even though I sold it so I could get it on Switch, I reordered 2K20 on PS4 so that I can do some streaming content on it. I don't know what yet, but... Um, I'm not a big 2K guy. It's not the great... Like, they haven't updated the game other than, like, slight graphic things for, like, eight years. Yeah, or they make it more expensive. Those are the two things they do. A little, like, more sweat beads and more money it costs. People point it out every year, so this isn't an original thought, but every year they always have to choose the sweatiest player (laughs) to to make it look more textured than it is. Now, they really are great. Other than, like, if you have 2K, look at Doug Christie on the Classic Kings um, team. He, that is not Doug Christie. You know who they, they do a really poor job of? Um, and maybe it's gotten better in 2K20 because I haven't, I haven't played a bunch of 2K20. But poor Bogey. I don't think they scanned his face in 2K19 or whatever the <laughs> last one I played one, but he looked terrible. Poor Bogey. I have to, I'll have to look at him. I haven't thought of it in my head. Vince Carter always – it doesn't make sense that the most tenured guy who's literally been in every carnation, <laughs> incarnation of the PlayStation, right? how you can't nail that guy's appearance. That should be like – you should just be chiseling away every year, and after the 22nd year, it should be perfect. Yeah, you got to be able to get Vince Carter right. Yeah. So come on. It, it was his last year, presumably. I don't know. Maybe he'll want to play one where he actually gets a good buy. But anyways, yeah, Eddie, did we, anything we didn't cover? I don't know. How, how have the uh, other podcasts gone? Terrible, honestly. Got... I, I don't like any of those guys. <laughs> Uh, I might Kevin's just keep right. yours. No. Kevin's fine. Kevin talked about Webster, the 80s sitcom. I've never even heard of Webster. <laughs> it's, well, well, you'll have to ask Kevin. Maybe that can be some King's Hair. I'll listen okay. tomorrow. I'll find out what Webster's on. All right. Yeah. Ooh. A spoiler that only applies to you, but ooh. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be so nice when this is just reality and not something we're cryptically tweeting about. Um theorizing about we've i've probably said this multiple times through this podcast we started talking about this like we let ourselves grieve for like two hours and then we're like you know what this is the best thing that's ever going to happen to us and now now it will be part of the world yeah i mentioned that um so i'm working on a first day post um if anyone's listening to this they'll probably already have seen it up but uh just some of the alternate names we didn't name the website um, cause King's Herald sort of came in late as the name of what we were going to be. But something I mentioned at the beginning of, of that post is that, uh, to our credit, um, and especially guys like Greg and Aki and Blake and Kevin who have been with STR for so long. Um, I'm sure people were sad about it. I was sad about it, but to our credit, to their credit, I think we moved on really quickly. And from, like you said, from just hours after getting that email that, SB Nation was kind of uh, killing Sacktown Royalty. We got to work on the King's Herald. And I think that's, I think it's going to show tomorrow, hopefully. Oh, yeah. It's going to. I think people are going to be happy. You know, they're going to grow with us. And I'm looking forward. I'm sure that there's ideas we haven't thought of that some people who read, listen to the podcast, whatever, are going to give us that are going to make the site even better, too. I totally, that's something else I also mentioned in that, in that post is that. You know, we thought of the King's Herald. We also considered like opening up to suggestions because the community is so smart and I'm sure they're going to think of like 50 names that are better than King's Herald on day one. So um, yeah, I'm excited to see what ideas they have for us. I'm trying to remember what some of my favorite ones we didn't do were. Oh, you were a big Sacramento Gazette guy. 
Oh yeah, I I wanted Gazette. I still I'm excited about King's Herald. I'm at like a 15 out of 10 excitement. If we were the King's Gazette or Sacramento Gazette Gazette, I would be 20 out of 10 excited. Uh, my number one is still King's Landing, um, but I guess I'll talk about that more tomorrow. But <laughs> King's Landing was. That was a great name. I don't, I don't know why I'm laughing because it really isn't a funny saga, but it kind <laughs> of is. It is if you don't pay attention to the context, but you'll have to see that on Tony's post. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, that's going to put an end to not only this interview, this is going to be the end of the podcast until next week when I have more fun plans. So thanks for joining me, Tony. Uh, no problem, Brad. I don't think I get let everyone else do this, but do you want? where can they find you on Twitter and all that? Um, how about for today, I'll just cover everyone and say, uh, go follow the King's Herald on everywhere. Um, and we, everywhere. we, we did stress earlier that, and I'll stress it again right now, that Sacramento or Sacktown royalty is no longer associated with any of us. We couldn't get on those things if we wanted to right now. So King's Herald is where, where you'll find us. Yes. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for being patient as we went through this transition period. I'll talk to you guys next week with whatever the world brings. You know, maybe I'll have basketball news, maybe not, but it's going to be fun. Thank you.